Let's get this bitch started. I said we got this. Flow stupid, yet the rhyme's so brilliant. Never could you bring the kid down, I'm too resilient. And fuck them biting ass niggas who be stealing. Y'all niggas copy my style like a chameleon. I'm a Brazilian, that's one in a million. Too high for ceilings, it's how I am feeling. What the blood clot? How did all these thug rocks have me looking dumb hot with my eyes all bloodshot? Now that's a mugshot. Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast HQ. Up in this bitch. Yes, sir, yes, sir. We back with another episode, man. Definitely appreciate y'all for tuning in. This week we're going to hit y'all with a good old regular topic episode mm-hmm. just about what's going on in the hip-hop and hip-hop adjacent communities. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? And let's just talk about something that I don't think we talked about uh, prior to it that just came to mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, dive right on in. First of all, RIP to all the people that died on just... that uh, on the uh, submarine accident. Yep. You know. Uh, I'm going to start off by saying this, man. I've seen a lot of the jokes on the internet about it. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. They're funny as shit. They definitely are. And don't get me wrong. I've laughed like shit at mm-hmm. them. But at the same time, bro, I just can't help but think about how like terrified and terrifying that must be to go out that way. No, you know, we were just talking prior to the show about like terrible ways to go out. Oh, God. And that right there is probably in the top Top 25, maybe, of all easily, of the world. Easily. Well, you know I, I, mean? I tell you, I saw them put them people into that shit. They didn't just, like, climb into a door and get sealed in. No, nigga. They literally took the side of that bitch off, like, or the front part of that joint off. And then when they got in, they bolted that shit back onto the motherfucker. So, like, there was no escape hatches. There was no nothing. These people was either coming back up or they wasn't. And I was like... I was like, damn, but they did sign waivers. They was rich. They paid all that money. Yeah. I, I feel bad, but at the same time, you jumped into that sardine can. Dog, what's crazy, I, I agree with everything you just said, but what's crazy is the size. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you you just said it, that sardine can. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's a pretty fair comparison uh, in relation to, you know, how many humans were in that joint? I think it was like six of them so, were in there. I think. Yeah, five to six, something like that. Five yeah. to six, bro. And it looked, it li- they had a video of it, and it looked like maybe not even one person can fit in there comfortably. Mm-mm. Like, like for there to be six people in there, that shit looked mad uncomfortable, bro. Like, there's no. It was like they had to sit in there crisscross, like legs crossed, and then like like lean forward a little bit so that like they couldn't even sit with their back straight up. It looked like. I was yeah. like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do Duh, it. Somebody was saying like, yo, for 250000 y'all niggas can't even get me like a couch or like a decent size submarine. I'm saying. So, and they were navigating the shit with what looked like a fucking GameCube controller. Yeah. I was That's like, another thing. Dog, it literally gets worse by the moment when you hear it. And, you know, you think to yourself, like, you know, because people always say, you know, when you get money, the the the... The things that used to make you happy don't make you happy anymore. And I, I totally get that. And maybe this is another example of that, oh. uh, that, you know, people with money just wanting to, you know, keep going further and further and further uh, with different things. Um, but one of the things that I seen that was also crazy about this whole situation was that I think it was like a, a aunt or a grandmother of, of one of the people that died. Mm-hmm. They were saying that he was expressing concern about not wanting to go like the day prior to her, you know what I mean? And essentially what happened was that he decided to go because his dad really wanted to go him to go with him, and it was for Father's Day. It happened during Father's mm. Day on top of it. So it, it just, honestly, you know, the more you look into the details, 
the more tragic it is. Yeah. Just, you know what I mean? Because it's just so much uh, that, you know, it just sucks. And I know it's, it's you know, hard to feel bad for, you know, these multi-millionaires, sometimes billionaires mm-hmm. for going down there, especially when, I don't know if you've seen it, but there was a, a report of like a, a big boat, excuse me, with a bunch of uh, refugees. Oh, yeah, from- headed towards Greece or something like that. Something like that. Somewhere, another country, uh, I'm not sure exactly, but I think it was, It might have been Greece. Um, and essentially, the boat uh, is it, sunk, and, you know, all those people uh, are, are they're pretty much unaccounted for at yeah. this point. So I, I remember um, hearing about, I heard and, about that real fast yesterday, my bad. The boat was only supposed to fit 50 people, and they had almost 700 people on this boat that was only supposed to fit 50 people. Exactly. So... You know what I mean? That that's you know, and and we're talking about kids of all ages, probably, mm-hmm. uh, people of all ages, and you know, like don't get me wrong, I'm not saying the other one isn't a tragedy, but you know, in all honesty, the boat where people coming over for wherever they were going to for a better life is a way bigger tragedy, mm-hmm. just off of, you know, the simple fact of more people. Uh, people that were looking for a better life, not already, you know, well off. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not saying that that means that their life is worth anymore. But at, at some point, at a certain point, one of them was an option, and the other one was you might have been forced to do that. True. You know? And apparently, there's this whole thing that they're talking about now that the U.S. Navy apparently like figured out that this sub had exploded or imploded. Yep. Like on Sunday, and then for the rest of the week, they were like doing like the countdown, like okay, they only have this amount of oxygen for like the whole week. When apparently they knew for like the last three, four days that this joint has was already gone. Oh, get the fuck out of that, here! That's what's one of the things I've seen floating around. I don't know how much of that is true, whatever, whatever. Because I feel like I did see like somebody from the Navy say something about um, implosion on Sunday or some shit like that, and I guess yeah. they just didn't say anything. I don't know. Is is you know that's another one of those possible conspiracy theories, and you know I don't really run with conspiracy theories. But if that right. is something that happened, like they just didn't give the information until later. First of all, for the families, that's fucked up. For sure. And second of all, like, why would y'all hold that news back? Why would there be a reason that y'all didn't say that? You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't turn all the way over for me. No, I agree. I agree, man. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just another one of them things, man, that like, I, I, I don't care how much money I got. I don't care what you tell me advances in technology. Mm-hmm. I don't care about how many times this motherfucker's gone down there, how many people have came and went with it. I'm just not ever seeing myself ever do anything near even remote to something like this right and this is this is something that was new i think like they had only been down like five or six times or some shit like mm-hmm. that it just started like at the beginning of the year or maybe in the last year like it was a brand new thing and apparently they did cobble that shit together like a motherfucking iron man suit in the cave you know what i'm saying like right <laughs> so i don't yeah. know I, you know what they people people want to like you know take their chances and and risk risk their lives to see shit and do shit like that. Me, I want to see shit about the world, but I'm not willing to risk my life to do it. Nah, not at all. Not, not when there's so much other other things to do out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just you know it makes you think about you know the whole idea of being rich and well off and mm-hmm. and how to a certain degree you kind of have to have a little bit of self control to not overindulge and shit just because that would just lead to you know you wanting to do stuff like this. And don't get me wrong, it's not to say that maybe the person was just a really big fan of the Titanic and 
really into the lore of it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. Like, it, it just, at a certain point, doesn't seem worth it to me. Especially me. Like, I'm a real claustrophobic dog. Yep. And so- I'll get claustrophobic in a plane, bro. So I can't imagine a goddamn submarine. Just thinking about being in that joint gives me the, the what's it called, the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, when I saw that size of that joint, when they was literally bolting them into that joint, I said, couldn't be me, because I'd be nope. in that joint talking about, I would look at that joint and have a panic attack. I was like, oh, nope, yeah. Nope, 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 nope. Nigga, the moment, the moment I pull up to that joint and see that my car is bigger than the goddamn <laughs> submarine I'm about to get into, I would be like, yeah, I'm a, I don't care how much I just dropped on this shit. I could keep the deposit. I'm mm-hmm. out of here, dog. I'm out. Peace. Now, yeah. yeah, that's. I mean, R.I.P. to the people who did that, y'all. But I mean, y'all, y'all kind of knew y'all was t- taking y'all lives in y'all hands. And R.I.P. to all the all the refugees that were just trying to make a better life for themselves that are unaccounted for. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, hopefully that's. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of tragic at this point because I don't think that there's too many people that were, that are accounted for or, yeah. or any. I don't know, but yeah, definitely. Uh, R.I.P. to any of the people that died on that as well, and you know, hopefully. Hopefully some people can be found and, you know, taken to safety. Yeah, hopefully as always. But let's go on to the hip-hop world. Yes, I think sir. we got a couple topics yeah. aside from, you know, the the regular uh, world, real-world scenarios that we also got going on. Yes. So, unfortunately, uh, one of the people that literally got us into the, into the podcast game, literally got us both really listening to podcasts. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, Mr. Tack Stone. Uh, got hit with a 35-year ch- uh, sentence yes. for um, the shootout that happened in, I can't uh, remember what that place is called, but somewhere up in New York. Um, it was uh, in, it was at a TI concert. It, it was one of the main, uh, the main concert halls that they had in New York at the time. Okay. I, it, uh, I can't think of the, the name of the building right now, but the point is that it was at a TI concert. Essentially, long story short, for those of you that don't know, Taxstone, one of the uh, not only inspired us to get into podcasting, but a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. Well, I think without a doubt, he was the first, you know, quote unquote, street dude, or at least definitely a pioneer of the street genre of podcasting uh, that opened. Excuse me, that opened up, you know, uh, doors for podcasts like Drink Champs, which is one of the more prominent, if not the most prominent, podcast in hip hop. Um, you know, he first had Nori on as a guest on his podcast. And after the podcast, you know, he's he's been quoted to have said that tax, you know, linked them up with a couple of people to get the whole podcast rolling. And, uh, you know, he's kind of like a, a, a real figure in uh, the hip hop community as far as podcasting goes. And, you know, unfortunately, he uh, had an ongoing issue with uh, Troy Ave where um, it stemmed from. Troy Ave trying to, you know, bully one of his artists, uh, Manolo Rose. And, you know, he was kind of just, you know, stepping up for him and kind of looking out for him. And he kind of looked at Troy as somebody who was just a bully who really wasn't about anything that he was, you know, doing or saying. So he always kind of took shots at, at Troy. But don't get me wrong. He, he definitely, you know, went pretty hard at him and kind of let him know that, like, if, if essentially if they ever saw each other, it would be some kind of issue. Very but, New York, very New York, very very New York, and you know, unfortunately, uh, on that night that you know this allegedly happened, he fucking um, he ran into they ran into each other, you know, and Troy had his bodyguard with him, and this is a bodyguard that's been on record to going around and just like essentially being his his uh 
his battering ram, if you will, his cr- or his crash dummy. Okay. You know what I mean? And uh, essentially, he would just send people him to go beat on people. Again, it's been reported and everything. But he ran into Tagstone. Apparently, Tagstone had a gun on him, and some shots went off, and the bodyguard got shot. He got killed. A couple other people got. Oh, Troy Ave also got hit uh, by one of the bullets, and um, and somebody else also got hit. I want to say it was Mano's girlfriend, actually. Damn. So it was just a lot of prominent people that got shot or that got hit that night. But nonetheless, all that happened. He actually was out and about for like a good year before he got arrested mm-hmm. after that happened. But according to you know the court and uh, you know everything that happened in in, in his trial. As soon as that happened, he you know he was with Casanova at the time, who's also facing a lot of time, and we could go into that after this. But pretty much, Taxstone or Casanova called some dude that he knew about you know the situation that just happened, uh, not knowing that he had a wiretap on him. So pretty much, they had it on phone on record. Casanova saying, "Yo, Tax just had to let that shit off in there," and essentially just kind of. You know, they were able to use that along with a whole lot of other, like, really pretty damning evidence, unfortunately, against tax. Mm. And again, I, I, you know, if you ask me, it was a it was a self-defense, if anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because if you got somebody, if I'm somebody who's 5'7", five, 5'8", five, and you got a motherfucker that's 6'6", six, six walking up to me that outweighs me by over 100 pounds mm-hmm. and could, you know, do some real damage like some legitimate potentially kill me with his hands. Yeah. My nigga. I, you know, Hey, <laughs> word the tags, you know, bang, boom, bye, boom, bye, bye goes the baby. You know what there I mean? You, you getting blasted if you, if, 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 if I had a gun in that situation. So, you know, it, it just, it doesn't seem fair in my opinion. Again, there's one thing if it was just Troy Abbott approached him and he put out the gun there, but you know, you have, instance where you know you have a big ass motherfucker approaching you and he's essentially the crash dummy of a person that you have problems with you know what i mean so obviously we don't know exactly what happened that night but like you said man it's unfortunate that our boy tax got 35 years he's been in there for i think seven going on eight so realistically realistically right he probably at, at least has another 20 years left in there you know what I mean? And uh, at least, and, uh, you know, I guess the only thing that he could hope for is some kind of appeal. I don't know exactly how that goes and how that uh, would, would work in this case. Would it even be worth it to go for an appeal? You know what I mean? Um, but, again, it just it sucks because after all that, obviously, Troy Ave being somebody who uh, was also a main uh, uh he testified in this case. Mm-hmm. So he went ahead and, and ratted on him. You know what I mean? And a lot of people are saying, you know, hey, you know, it's not ratting because, you know, he was about to have to take the body uh, of his best friend, uh, allegedly, you know, being the bodyguard, mm-hmm. uh, had he not testified because they were trying to put the body on him because they weren't sure or whatever. So pretty much, but if, again, if you agree to play a sport, a game, anything, mm-hmm. you agree to play by the rules. Exactly. If you play in anything whether it's chess whether it's basketball whether it's fucking soccer whether it's badminton whether it's table tennis you agree to play by the rules and if you don't play by the rules then p and you win nigga you did not win people who who are actually 
you know, doing this how you're supposed to do it, playing by the rules, it's going to look at you like a clown. And, you know, in this case, Troy Ave is a clown because, you know, again, a lot of people can say, well, I wouldn't take a body for uh, for a nigga that killed my man. You know what I mean? I wouldn't do the time for that. But it's like, dog, this is the life that you signed up for. Mm-hmm. When you bring this kind of energy to the world, dog, this is what you signed up for. There is no victim mindset that, oh, you know, I had to, you know, no, dog, there is no I had to. You signed up for this. Now, how you get back is by getting back at the nigga in jail, wherever, however you got to do it. But for him to go full-blown informant, it's just like, yo, you're a clown. You've always been a clown in the eyes of most real motherfuckers, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it just kind of sucks that there's so many people that I see agreeing with Troy Ave uh, in a lot of comment sections. But I'm just like, look, man, I, you know, I, I don't believe that most people are solid. Mm-hmm. I believe that, you know, uh, solid people are rare and you have to, you know, hold them near and dear to you. Exactly. And 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 that's why it doesn't surprise me that so many people find nothing wrong with what Troy Ave did. Because at the end of the day, like I said, it's a life that he signed up for when he got on the mic and rapped about doing all this kind of, you know, gangster shit and living the gangster lifestyle mm-hmm. and, and selling drugs and doing that. Like, if you wanted to be a civilian, then you should have been rapping about civilian shit. You know, you wasn't rapping about civilian shit. You was rapping about, you know, tough shit. You was rapping about street shit. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden you want to act like a civilian. You know what I mean? Like that that's what blows my mind about what people don't understand. Uh, We've had this discussion before on the show like you know the, you, like again, you can't act like a civilian when you don't try to live that life. We we've covered that before. Yeah. I mean, really there's not really much else to say about it, right? I'm saying like yeah. We both know how we both stand on that shit. Like it's right. some, it's some bitch ass shit to try and do that. Like you can't play both sides of the game. You can only play your side of the game and let the other person make their move. That's a fact, man. At the end of the day, you know, it's about character, too. You mm-hmm. know, if you really want to get down to it, which is, you know, doing uh, what's right when nobody's around, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, you might get away. You might be out. But, like, I just feel like in my pit of pits, if I were to be in a situation like that, you know, I would sleep way better at night in jail knowing that I didn't just went out like a, like, don't get me wrong. Like, obviously, you know, the optics of it look crazy when I'm saying this, but like the reality of it is that in your pit of pits and your soul souls, mm-hmm. that's going to be something that's going to eat at you to the day that you die. Probably exactly that you couldn't just accept whatever it was that you had to face and you had to throw X amount of people under the bus, mm-hmm. you know, for you to keep on living your regular life. But it's like, bro, in your heart of hearts as a man in your gut, you're going to know that you were a bitch. You know what I mean? And that's something that, like, I don't know. It's, it would be kind of crazy to live with, you know. But that's why, kids, don't do fucking crime. Mm-mm. Don't do none of that bullshit. So you don't have to worry about that. Exactly. You don't have to worry about, you know, snitching and, you know, th- you know, nah, dog. It's not, it's not worth it. Street life isn't worth it. People are putting all kinds of codes to the side just for self-preservation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, man, it's just truly, it really is just a terrible situation and again it was a situation that was avoidable because uh, according to casanova when he gave his story of what happened he's the one that begged taxstone to come out that night apparently he didn't want to come out but uh casanova was going out and he was like come on bro it's you know it's a big concert da, da, da. it's gonna be a lot of people there da, 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 da. 
But that's why, man, sometimes if, if your gut feeling is telling you to not go through with something, man, listen to your gut feeling, bro. It literally could save your life or just, you know, just a lot of a lot of time. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, hold so on. Definitely. Hold, hold, my bad. Finish with that. Finish with that. No, I was just going to say definitely, regardless of the uh, of the fact, you know, free my man tax stone, appeals, whatever the fuck got to happen, you know, free tax till he's home, man. Okay, y'all. So apparently, No Savage, who is a local rapper from the DMV area, <coughs> uh, is getting three years for the shooting that happened in the Tyson's, was it Tyson's Corner or was it the, the, the bougie one? It might be the bougie one, Tyson's Galleria. Okay, then Tyson's Galleria, right there in Virginia. And I think I, yep, I think I saved it. Where'd it go? Oh, maybe I didn't. Oh, I thought I had the article up for it. But it says he's getting a th he's getting three years for that shooting, which was like, we, we talked about it on the show, but like, I don't really remember like why it happened. So pretty much he was at the mall and I guess uh, some, I want to say it was just some random kids or like you know uh maybe not kids but like you know like younger guys uh were started to like antagonize him and say certain shit like mm. i think like pretty much uh one of his like dead homies he was saying like you know how everybody likes to say oh we're smoking on your on your dead homies and it was something to the extent of that where some random person at the mall uh tried to disrespect them and uh and yeah he put out a gun and i guess allegedly you know he was like yo like I'm gonna crush you, nigga. Like that was, that that shit was actually trending for a long time. Like, uh, like a trendy little thing people were saying Jesus. at the time, even though it was a very serious situation. And pretty much, you know, he he got arrested for that because uh, eventually, <coughs> excuse me, I think police showed up. Because <coughs> you know, VA. If you ever been in VA or are from the DMV area, you know, VA police don't play around. Uh -huh. They ain't gonna show around and arrest your ass ASAP. Yeah, so three years. Um, hold on. I had the article up two seconds. That's what I was trying to do. It says he's facing up to 33 years in prison uh, when, uh, when, he's, when he pleaded guilty to, guilty to three counts of maliciously discharging a firearm in an occupied building and one count of using a firearm in commission of a felony. Whereas prosecutors were looking to send him away for 15 years, he got the mandatory minimum sentence. Yeah, and um, I'm not sure about his prior criminal record, and maybe that had a lot to do with his, uh, you know, his sentencing of him only getting three years. I'm sure if you have a prior record, uh, you know, the judge probably won't be that lenient on you. Mm -hmm. But definitely, big shout out to the judge for, you know, just looking at the situation from a very reasonable standpoint. Mm -hmm. This is somebody who's who's at the very least locally famous. Mm -hmm. People uh, recognize him. People are gonna wanna you know, antagonize him. And this is somebody who hasn't had to walk around with security yet, doesn't know that this is a very real reality that you're going to have to do if your career keeps elevating, mm -hmm. you know, the bigger you get. And um, I'm sure that that's how he looked at it. He still, you know, he couldn't just stop him on the wrist. He had to give him some kind of time. Yeah, definitely. Um, and um, I'm glad that it was something that was reasonable. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I think a lot of people from the DMV area, when you're looking at, you know, different comment sections of DMV hoods and news or just different uh, DMV pages. You know, a lot of people are saying, yo, this is a win. This is a dub three month, three years ain't shit compared to what it could have been. And, you know, and, and it's the, it's the truth, you know, and, and I really hope 
that um you know no savage when he does come back out because i think he already has like a year in there so he should have some kind of time served um should be out probably like for real real, should be out maybe like in like 15 months or something like that oh he does have my bad he does have 10 years of probation following his uh his sit down now that is where the real bitch kick in right there Uh if we being real um for your average person who you know law-abiding citizen who doesn't rap about you know street life who doesn't live a certain lifestyle that might not be that hard but for somebody who's a street guy, who's a gangster rapper, you know, he's going to have to stay away from that as much as he can for obvious reasons. You know, 10 years is a long time. And essentially, if he fucks up, he get that whole time that he didn't get uh, for the, for this one case, for the gun case, essentially slapped right back on him. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? It's definitely going to be hard. I'm I'm curious as to what the stipulations of his of his probation are going to be. You know, because I'm like uh, career wise, that's going to fuck him up, too. I mean, you know, I'm sure that he could work it out where a lot of uh, rappers do it, where they're able to travel and, you know, do all kinds of shit like that um, under their uh, under their probation. But, you know, I think what really fucks motherfuckers up because niggas is drug addicts almost everywhere nowadays is the drugs, whether it's weed, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, uh, codeine, whether it's pills, whatever it may be. You know, that's what be getting motherfuckers a lot of times. Cause people get pulled over, they tinted out cars, you know what I mean? And they got drugs and guns on them. Mm. So, you know what I mean? Anything similar to that would have happened to, to, to Sav- No Savage Man, and it could be a wrap for his uh, career. So, definitely, regardless of all that, though, you know what I mean? I think this is a win. Um, I think this is a huge win for him, not only him, but DMV, the rap scene as a whole. Because to me, I think he's one of the better rappers. Um, I've listened to some of his music, and I think that shit rocks. If if you haven't, if you're not from the DMV area and you never heard of him, go listen to uh, Angels and Gangsters. I think that that's probably one of his better songs. And that joint, it, it's just super tough, man. That joint, he got a good flow. He be saying some shit on that joint, and yeah, he be he be he be going hard. So okay. definitely, Let's check it out. Uh, definitely check that joint out if y'all haven't. All right. Uh, let me see now. Oh, according. To uh, according to uh, Killer Mike, I don't know why it took me a minute to remember that nigga's name. Uh, according to <laughs> Killer Mike, uh, who was interviewed, I believe it was on the Breakfast Club last week, he says that uh, Andre 3000 has new music that will be coming out sometime soon. Um, uh. Now, I know that there is an expectation, and because it's been, like you said, like we were talking about it before the show, 15 years at least since the last time we've heard anything from him musically uh, like that. Or at least a whole project. Yeah, like a whole project. So I think it's gonna be it's a well anticipated project. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm anticipating it, but like is the anticipation do you think I mean what do what do you think? What's your what's your uh your your uh view on this? Look, man, so you know, we were talking about it before the show briefly, and one of the things that I mentioned was that because the shift that music has taken where things don't like people move on to the next thing so quick now. Like, like, like there's so many things that are huge today. Uh-huh. And in a month, it's like yesterday's news down there. Facts. Literally and figuratively. You know what I mean? So, you know, you have albums like Lil Durk's album just came out. That song All My Life with uh with J. Cole has been the hit for the last however many weeks or whatever. 
nobody's really talking about that album. And and I kind of realized like there hasn't it's very few albums that really stand out. And I'm not saying that Andres can't be that. Mm-hmm. I just feel like like expectations that you know are almost unreachable up until this point because of how long people have been waiting for an Andre album. Um, music has changed and evolved so much since uh, the the general consumer listened to an Andre 3000 album. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So who's to say if people really want that anymore? You know what I mean? Because like, don't get me wrong, you're going to have his co-following, co-fan base that exists for, you know, artists that are going to support. And, you know, maybe maybe are going to, you know, it's going to do decent numbers just off of um, you know, people being excited to hear it. Yeah. But is it really going to resonate within the culture? Really going to, you know, shift the culture? Which is really, I feel like, what Dick is successful or not, at least in hip-hop to me. I mean, it really does. Um, And as beloved and as classic as an artist that Andre is, right, it could, it could, it, I hate to say it, it could flop. I'm going to knock on wood because I don't want it to happen. But um, it could be... Yeah. You know, it could be one of the biggest albums of the year. And uh, me personally, I mean, we all know we all know Hillary and and what what he's put out so far. I'm not expect to be like, you know, like the new Bible of hip hop or anything. But like, I'm still excited for it to come the fuck out. Like, I just want to see what's on his mind, where his where his shit is at. Like, for me, it's like fuck what music is today. I want to see what one of my favorite artists, you know, is putting out after not coming out for, you know, 10 plus years. Um, but I know not a lot of people are the same way because obviously not a lot of people are old like me. Um, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm super excited for it to happen. But at the same time, like, I feel like I don't really have super high expectations for shit anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I just, yeah. like, I look forward I to you. something coming out. But like, okay, could be good, could be bad. I don't really have expectations for shit because if you have high expectations, like, you usually get let down. <laughs> Yeah, no, 100%. But I will say this, you know, uh, one of the very few, um, honestly, most, if not all of the very few uh, bits of of music that Andre has given us through features in the last, I don't know, five, ten years have been fucking amazing. Uh, You know, as you guys know, I'm a huge Frank Ocean fan, and two of them have been from Frank Ocean's albums. You know, his last two albums have included an Andre 3000 feature, okay. and both were amazing. Not only that, but we also had him on the Kanye West, um, I forgot what the song was called, but it was a song that he released after Donda came out, and it was a song with Andre 3000, and I remember the beat was very, you know, like old oh, school yeah, Kanye. Oh, the song that didn't make it onto the album. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Okay. You know what I mean? That that Andre verse was amazing, first yeah, of all. Yeah, it was. Um, so, you know, there, we, we do have reason to believe that we should have high expectations. Um, again, fan base is probably going to definitely fuck with it. But like you said, I, I do agree with what you said. Though. I'm very curious to see where his mind, mind state is to see, you know, because, you know, as an artist, I know that you're always making art. You're always doing practicing your art, but you probably aren't releasing your music. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I believe that Arjun has maybe 10 albums ready. You know what I mean? That True, that he's man. worked throughout the through throughout this whole time. Now, are we gonna get most of them? Probably not. But I think that that's just you know the uh, the evolution of being an artist is that you know you continue to work, continue to work, and you know if you feel comfortable with releasing something, then that's what you do. So 
you know, and, and that's kind of also what makes me kind of not really take too too much of what Killer Mike is saying as like, you know, as as you know, as law or whatever, because it's like, yeah, he might have albums that he has recorded, but it doesn't mean he's gonna put them out. You know, what that's I mean? true. That's true. And, and you know, it's never a gospel until you hear the actual artists themselves come out and say, "Yeah, I got a new project that's gonna be coming out." Blah 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 blah. So, and even then, like until that shit actually comes out, don't get your you know your hopes up. <laughs> exactly. Trust me, I am a Frank Ocean fan, y'all. As I said, we have been waiting for yo. Every every after every album, Frank Ocean's fans have to wait double what they had to wait for the last album <laughs> because 2012 we had to wait until 2016 for a second album. 2016 and it is now about to be 2024. That's eight years, so that's two. That's four years longer mm. that we had to wait for his second album, for for a third album of his. Now, obviously, you know Frank had a lot of different tragedies going on in his life. Uh, and I'm sure that has a lot to do with why we haven't had any music, but nonetheless, I'm just saying that I know what it's like to have these high uh-huh. expectations for artists and have that shit be let down. Uh, and not always just because of the shit being trash, but sometimes they just don't put that shit out. So. Facts, facts. All right, so um, let me see. Gunna's new album is on pace for fucking great first week sales. According to what DJ Academics, it says it's on pace to sell 78K in the first week. Yep. Despite which all I think of his is, little controversies. Which I think is still debuting number three or number two on the Billboard Hot 100. So I'm not curious as to who the, the top spot is, but nonetheless, you know, I think this is this was expected. Gunna, ever since he came out, people haven't really had like a negative response to him, the whole snitching shit. People kind of, uh, I think people have proven that that whole snitching shit is going to be selectively done mm-hmm. uh, uh, with people that people like. Yeah. If people like your music, then people are going to still listen to it because they're going to look for a reason, an excuse for to to, to justify, you know, uh, the the snitching or whatever. Um, now, I haven't personally listened to the album. Um, I am a gun, or I have been a Gunner fan up until this point. But it just hurts me as a as a young thug fan to listen to a Gunner album if if you know what I mean if if Young Thug is doing like fifty years because Gunner snitched on him mm. because there wouldn't be a Gunner if there if Young Thug hadn't brought him to the spotlight that's just the truth that's facts that's facts you know what I mean so you know what I mean like I don't know I kind of feel kind of funny about listening to that uh, to that album I I've listened to the the first song he put out which is the bread and butter joint. And um, you know, Gunner's Gunner, man. You know, if there's one thing he knows how to do is to, is to make a catchy song. Okay. Um, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, man, it is it's interesting. I don't I don't think that there was any features on it. Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure there weren't. And um, you know, he he, he addressed a lot of shit supposedly saying, you know, that he didn't really snitch, that they uh tricked him to do it, and this that, and the third and whatnot. But the crazy thing about all that is right is that supposedly audio leaked of a phone call, I don't know if you've seen this joint, Mm-mm. of Young Thug. Um, matter of fact, let me play it real quick. Okay. Um, Young Thug reaching out to Lil Durk and to um, to Lil Baby to uh, to to diss Gunna on his new album, by the way, which came out yesterday. Oh. Um, let me see what that joint is at. I think it's right here. 
you if you thinking about responding, I'm ready to put out. I don't want you to re- I want you to respond on my album. I got I'm planning this um I'm gonna drop this spontaneous um album on the same day you drop this album. I'm gonna name it So pretty much if y'all couldn't catch that, he pretty much told uh both well he told in this one he he, he told little baby he uh yo if you want to get back at Gunna if you uh, for for because he pretty much got called out on Gunna's album. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to get back at him for what he said about you, don't do it on one of your songs. I'm putting the album together uh, that I'm gonna release on the same day that that fuck nigga released. Now, <laughs> I exp- I I said fuck nigga, not like paraphrasing, mm-hmm. but I said it specifically because that lets us know that he does not rock with Gunner snitching at all. That a lot of people were theorizing, yo, you know. Let's wait till till Thug, you know, really says, gives the okay. If if he's rocking with Gunner, then we rocking with Gunner. And maybe he told him to do it so that, you know, he could continue to make money and, you know, take care of the family because he knew that he's done. Uh, I don't know. What, I don't know. It, obviously, from him saying that, it doesn't sound like that's what the case is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that, if anything, that's what that proved right there. Um now, granted, like I said, both albums, well, I'm sorry, the, the Gunner album came out last week and the Young Thug album came out this week. So, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see which one sells more. Um, I do believe that the Gunner one is probably going to sell more because historically, Thug albums, it's, it's weird because as big of an artist as Thug is, his albums has never have never really done huge numbers. Huh, that's actually really yeah. interesting. Yeah, so I'm... I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm almost positive the Gunner album is gonna outsell the Young Thug album, even with two Drake features. Um, and I forgot who else is on there. Mm. So definitely, you know, I heard one of them. One of them sounded pretty good, uh, but I haven't heard the whole joint yet. But yeah, man, just that whole YSL case is is, is going crazy, man. Man, that is wild as fuck. Well, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see who who does the more sales. I mean, it's honestly. It's good to hear from me that uh, Gunner's Jonah is looking like it's going to sell well or it is selling well. So I'm happy for him. I don't got no problem with it. I'm not I'm a civilian. I'm not in it. I don't care about it. I'm just happy that the nigga was able to come back and bounce back. Listen, man, I'm a civilian seven days a week, 365 days a year. Mm-hmm. I bleed civilian. You know what I mean? Blood type civilian. <laughs> that, all that being said, listen, man, I'm a Young Thug fan way before I was a Gunner fan. Uh, I think Young Thug changed. Uh, he 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 he. Was, I forgot what the word I used uh, to talk about uh, affecting the culture, but um, yeah, just he he's affected the culture in so many different ways. Okay. I think that he's more important to the culture than Gunna is, and uh, if it's because of Gunna snitching that Young Thug has to do f- anything more than like five years, then it's fuck Gunna, and that's it. Hey, like I said, everybody got their opinion. Like I said, I'm a civilian too. Facts. Me, I just don't give a fuck. But you already a fan of the situation. I understand your piece. I'm just presenting my case, Your Honor. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Um I uh so it's gonna be a lot of uh jail talk in this episode, <laughs> I just realized. But uh we're gonna move on to some better news, especially if you're a fan of the uh Louisiana uh native uh little boozy boozy some 
sometimes known as Lil Bootsy by some people. I don't know why some people just don't. I don't know why people do that. I think they do I don't the know. fuck with him for real. Duh, I think some people really think that his name is Lil Bootsy. Probably. Like with a T. But regardless, that. man, Lil Bootsy, man, he was released from prison overnight. I want to say we just uh, seen a video of him walking out and saying he by first thing he going to do is get on IG Live. And sure enough, that's what he did. You know what I mean? Uh, now, I'm not sure what the, you know, logistics of everything are. I don't know if he's out on bail. I don't know if the charges got dropped. You really don't know what's going on just yet. But nonetheless, man, it's good when, you know, people is out of jail, particularly when, you know, they most likely didn't do anything too crazy. So That's facts. But also, it is boozy, so we don't do, – do they tell us what he did to even land up in jail? You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, they might have, but I haven't – I personally haven't seen anything about mm-hmm. specifically why he got in jail in the first place. Okay. But – um. I mean, I don't know. You know, I'm sure it could have been a plethora of things, you know. But <laughs> um, but uh, nonetheless, he looks to be in high spirits. You know what I mean? Uh, he looks to be, uh, you know, pretty unfazed with everything. And, uh, you know, looks to continue to, you know, pick up where he left off before he got, you know, picked up. Okay. Well, hey, go ahead, Boozy. More so, power to you. Shout out to Boosie Baby, man. I think he's one of the more entertaining people on social media right now just by him being ignorant on IG Live. As much as he gets on my last nerve, yes. I'm not going to lie. He's always bringing up something to talk about. <laughs> I just love his passion in things that he probably shouldn't be that passionate about. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, that's facts, yeah. Oh, that's facts. <laughs> I love it. I love when people like show a lot of, you know, uh, just emotion about shit that they like why are you that you know emotionally invested in this my man just got a gusto for life yo <laughs> mm-hmm. facts oh man all right and apparently drake is coming out with a motherfucking book listen man i just seen that as well apparently now let me see that book actually just came out 20 minutes ago damn uh and apparently <laughs> it is a uh drake poetry book um, it is called Titles Ruin Everything, A Stream of Consciousness by Kenza Samir and Aubrey Graham. So, you know what I mean? Uh, apparently, I'm clicking on the link right now, and uh, it looks like the book, um, let me see, don't see it right here, hmm. but uh, let me see, I'm not sure, projects maybe? It's not okay, an audio book or something, is it? Say it again? It's not like an audio book or something, is it? I don't think so. Um, I don't know, y'all. I can't uh, just... I, I don't even know exactly what I'm looking for here. Oh, here you go. I found it. Uh, okay, so apparently 20, 1999, uh, a book by Drake. And I'm not going to lie. I might order this joint. Okay. Apparently, it's a poetry book. You were, you, you know, you were saying something that I agree with that I kind of prefer it to be maybe a, uh, a, 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 a Wale poetry book. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I will be somebody who will admit that I do think that Drake is not the greatest lyricist, but I do think that he's underlooked as a lyricist. I think that I his, just, yeah, I'd say more rapping. So, because I, as a lyricist, singing, I don't, I don't. We've already been there. Yeah, no, just like, you know, his rapping ability, his his ability to, you know, his his 
his way with words, I think, is is underway, underrated, is underappreciated, just because of you know the the extra stuff. You know what I mean? But I do think that when you strip it all down, you strip down, you know, sometimes his lameness with certain shit. I do think his corniness with certain shit. I do think that when you strip it all down, I think that Drake is one of the most talented people of this generation in rap. Um, and I think he's just the fact that he's been able to stay relevant for fucking 15 years and be probably still the top artist of the rap game is pretty fucking crazy. So shout out to Drake, uh, you know, trying out different things. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna get this book actually, and I'm gonna let y'all know how it's like. I'm gonna get this shit right. There now. you go. We got like a comprehensive review of that joint coming up. Comprehensive right. review coming out. <laughs> Apparently, this is one to two weeks for uh, delivery. As a matter of fact, I'm not even seeing where to add the card. Okay, never mind. <laughs> All there right. Well, on that note, we're going to go ahead and end the show today because we done ran out of shit to talk about. <laughs> um, so in the, at this point, you know, just go ahead and uh, uh, be good. And if you can't be good, at least be the best that you can be. Hey, man, if you can't do that, man, at least make your mama proud, man. And if you can't do that, listen, man, use them turn signals. But more <laughs> importantly, now more than ever, listen, man, it's June, the middle mm-hmm. of June. It's hot outside. Them sweaters ain't you can't put on a hoodie or no more. So now you gotta wear that large that really should be an extra large <laughs> to the cookout. And you looking crazy out there because you didn't listen when we was telling y'all early in the year, around February. Listen, motivation speaking right here, dog. Come on. You know what I mean? I'm just saying for anybody who need any motivation out there, you still have time to wow motherfuckers at the end of the summer. I'm just saying, September is still warm outside. You want to be out there for the Memorial Day cookouts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, or is it Labor Day? It's Labor, Labor Day. Day. Right? Labor Day. You're right. You're right. You know what I mean? September, Labor Day cookouts. You know, end of the summer cookouts. You want to show up at the end of the You still have time to make your 2023 summer a successful and unfat summer. Hey, all right. Heed the word. So, so, for those of y'all that's stretching out t shirts to make them fit for this, uh, for right now, just know you don't have to live life that way. There are other ways. You know what I mean? I say that as a fellow shirt stretcher. You know what I mean? It we is what it too. is. We guilty too, but we trying to tell you. We just letting you know that we fucking up, and you probably are too. Mm-hmm. All right? So all <laughs> I'm saying is you still got time, y'all. Get on y'all shit. Eat healthy. Walk. Exercise. Don't stress. You know what I mean? All that good shit, man. Exactly, y'all. All All right, y'all. Take it easy. We love you. Take care of each other. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. Be good. We'll holla at you. Peace. Peace.